We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Coriander. Tonight, we're going to be talking about From Beyond. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. All right. So you know how this is. I mean, we basically, we talked about Reanimator. And of course, there were sequels. But this is kind of like the unofficial sequel to Reanimator. Because you have so many of the cast and crew back together. Stuart Gordon directing again so it was really really cool starring jeffrey combs barbara crampton you have ken foray who's awesome as well so right. really great movie great movie yeah um real quick in the chat and uh let's see what we got here we got phil's creepy videos in the chat Hello. what's going on phil yeah we had to we had to change our time but what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do uh he says original hp lovecraft story for this was only seven pages yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and originally what they did was, and we were going to talk about that, you know, in a little bit, but just to throw it out real quick, as a fun fact, they took that story and basically used it for the beginning of the movie. Like the first, whatever it is, 12 minutes of the movie is the actual story. And then they expanded upon <laughs> after that. So it's pretty crazy stuff, you know? That is. Really, really crazy. Uh, let's see. We got triple feature saying Phil is bringing in interesting facts. <laughs> you got to love that. <laughs> uh, we got Patrick saying, hey, a night, Coriander, Killian, and Jerry. <laughs> What's hey, going on, Patrick? Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, this, 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 movie, um, this movie was very, very cool. Um, the practical effects uh, were were awesome. Um, you had so many creative minds uh, working on this movie. Before we begin, as as I always try to do, let's just do a quick take. What's what's a quick take for you uh, for this movie? What, what comes to mind when you think of it? It's an excellent gooey horror film. Okay, all right, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, I mean to me. To me, it's 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 one of those movies that you just you just don't see these types of movies, and I'm glad that it was made, and I'm also very glad that it's getting a lot of credit, you know, nowadays for being mm. such a classic, for being something that was very unique. Um, yeah, and you just don't see that type of movie anyway. You really don't. 
Yeah. Um, and when you plunge into the unknown, I mean, it always makes a great horror movie. So, right. And this movie Absolutely. certainly did that. Yeah. It definitely did that. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick says uh, Stuart Gordon was a hell of a director. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's interesting. And again, we'll talk a little bit about this before, uh, you know, once we get started proper, but he wanted to have a different direction with this movie versus Reanimator. He wanted this oh, one to be a little too. bit. Yeah, yeah. He wanted this one to be a little bit more um, serious and, you know, whereas Reanimator was a little bit more comical, you know, and uh, I think he achieved that. This one has a different, uh, definitely a different tone than Reanimator. Yeah, so true enough. True enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Phil says, why is Coriander's camera never on anymore? <laughs> well, I think that's a personal question, Phil. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Am I supposed to answer that? No. I, well, hey. It's late. Yeah. It's late. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> we got Razor Ramens and hello, just came from trivia. What's going on? Nice to have you in the chat. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, we were going, we were going for a while, man. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. We're gonna get finished getting set up. You know what time it is. There can be only one. I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah. 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 Dead or alive, consider this home No killing the vibe in the night watch zone Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow Go viral, no COVID, it's a spiral Emotions, hand on the Bible Only go sign on the dopest of vitals Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder Corey G down to Harry Potter Shit's a gorny weaver, love the night watch zone Come with me to the night watch zone All right let us get down to brass tacks, shall we? Coriander, let's start off with just some of the ideas of the movie, um, some of the stories, points, high points to come to mind. What do you got? I mean, ooh, where to begin? I mean, because once the horror starts in this movie, I mean, it doesn't stop. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, I like, you know, just how it began was great because you had, what, that guy, that Pretorius doctor, was it Dr. Pretorius, right? Yep. Oh, Who yeah. he was working with, with the uh, mm-hmm. resonator. And yeah, I mean, that thing, whew, I, I'm glad, you know, it ended how it ended because this machine is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it starts off and you have no clue. If you've never seen it, and if you didn't know any of the story from Lovecraft, you're not sure exactly what to expect. And mm. Jeffrey Combs, I think, was excellent in this movie. He's starting out. He's, you know, obviously doing lab work. You know, he's yeah. at the computer and all this type of stuff. And you see him turning the switch on the resonator. Yeah. And, and, and the parallel really... dimensions are crazy. 
Right. You don't know really what to expect. And all of a sudden, because of the, of the vibrations in the air, he can start to see creatures. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, wow. I remember when I first saw this, I was pretty amazed by it. And he gets freaked out. So like you were talking about, he gets Dr. Pretorius, who he's assisting in these experiments. And Pretorius has a different take. He wasn't scared of the creatures in the quote-unquote beyond like yeah. Jeffrey Combs was. And next thing you know, you have that that part that we played a little bit in the intro where he said, uh, you know, something is coming, and it's like, oh, crap. And mm-hmm. what was cool is, because you don't know what's going on, Stuart Gordon, the way he directed it, I think was really cool because he doesn't show you right off. Right off. He kind of... He kinda, hides it a little bit and um it was really funny because you have that scene uh with the older lady and her little dog bunny which is interesting because that's her name that's the actress's name and um i think they did that just for fun but anyways uh but you see you see her kind of um uh she has to go to the house because the dog runs to the house she heard all the commotion she saw all the weird lights and she's one of those kind of nosy neighbors and she goes there and all you saw was just a quick little shot of the mm-hmm. dog right in front of the dead body of Dr. Pretorius. And then it, it cuts to the opening credits. And so it, it starts off really cool because you're not sure yeah. what's going to be happening. Uh, right? Real quick. Yeah, real quick in the chat. Uh, Phil says, I prefer From Beyond to Reanimator. I hear you, man. You know, and there's, there's, there's a group of people that really you know, do prefer from beyond over reanimator uh, slasher Fred's in the chat saying there was a horror anthology series called masters of horror. Stuart Gordon directed one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember masters of horror. Absolutely. Yeah. There was some great episodes in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Krypta in the chat saying, I will have to catch the replay of this one. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Phil's creepy video says Dr. Block was named after Robert Block, the author of Psycho. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There were were a lot of little things that were going on in in here with the movie, which I thought was really cool. Um, But anyways, so, you know, we've got the opening credits and so forth. And then you basically are introduced to Dr. Catherine McMichaels, played by Scream Queen legend. Barbara Crampton, and um, she's in basically investigating uh, Jeffrey Combs' character. His name is Crawford, Crawford Tillinghast, and he's obviously being held in an asylum, a mental hospital. And what she's doing is she's going to try to figure out, you know, what's going on, because the murder of Pretorius was messed up because Obviously, his head was taken off his body. There was no yeah. blood. There was no evidence. And everybody's just wondering, okay, what happened? You know, did Crawford murder him? He must have because he was the only person there. So you've got, you know, the cops saying, I want to figure out what's going on. So they cook up this big plan. Um, actually, it was uh, Catherine's idea to try to uh, redo the experiments uh, to see, you know, if she could figure out is Crawford crazy or not and so forth and so forth. What I thought was really cool, and I'll pass it to you in a second, Coriander, is, you know, you have this movie where you have Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton starring in it, um, you know, right after Reanimator. 
And it was interesting, their dynamic. What, what did you think of their dynamic, especially in the beginning of this movie, all the way throughout pretty much all of it? What, what did you think about them? I enjoyed these guys. You know, I enjoyed them in Reanimator and I enjoyed them in this movie. You know, mm-hmm. I liked how, you know, their their roles changed. You know, they had roles right. reverse reversal. So Absolutely. I thought that was interesting. And, and yeah, I mean, what can you say? You know, there was tension at first and then, you know, this resonator obviously brings sexual tension into the you know <laughs> into the game so right yeah i mean then it turns yeah. into a whole nother ball game you know instead of trying to figure out if this thing is real which it obviously is real you know then they right. in turn start yeah shit goes down and it gets crazy man yeah and so it's basically a thing where and they also did a cat scan on crawford and they found out that uh, the pineal gland had been had been enlarged, uh, enlarged and yeah. that is one of the things in the experiments that they were trying to trying to do him in Pretoria right. in Pretoria. Supposedly, that could help with schizophrenics. So she was trying to figure, you know, use it in a way that would help. But Absolutely. yeah, it just didn't work out that way, man. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I know. And I and when I first saw this way back in the day, I had some friends that were kind of saying, well, you know, her character, you know, it was stupid of her character to try to recreate the experiment and this and that. But the, you, what you just said was the absolute reason because and she told this story once they got to the house. She told the story to Crawford, uh, played by Jeffrey Combs. She said that her father had schizophrenia and was institutionalized and went through horrible treatment and experiments and ultimately died while being in a mental institution. So she was trying to find a way to uh, cure it. And and she thought that this might be the key. So that was her motivation. I mean, obviously she had a scientific mind, so she was curious that way, but it was really because of what she had seen happen to a loved one. Um, Mm. But before they go back to the Pretoria's house where the experiments took place, then you have Ken Foray, uh, who's awesome, you know, from Dawn of the Dead yeah. fame and so many other uh, movies. Yeah. He basically is the law that goes with them to kind of just have, be a second set of eyes. He's a he's a cop and so forth. So the three of them are going to the house. And let me just say, again, the direction was really cool. The set designs were cool. Obviously, yep. the practical, practical effects were cool. I mean, you just look at this house, man. It just looks creepy as hell, you know? Yeah. And that's and that's where they have to go to do these experiments, you know? And um, I think it was a really good setup is what I'm getting at. Yep. And once they right. get there, you know, again, as the audience, we're kind of following, especially Ken Faree's character and... Barbara Crampton's character, we're kind of following them because they don't know what to expect because they've never been there and they're trying to to um, learn about it, you know, and so we are too as the audience. So once they get there and they see the resonator and of course Jeffrey Combs, you know, he has a little bit of the PTSD going on and he wants to try to destroy the resonator because he knows what it can do and, and, yeah. and the trouble that it can cause. Um, but he doesn't. He doesn't destroy it. And basically, 
when Barbara Crampton tells him about her father and saying this could be the key to salt to curing schizophrenia, he basically is talked into retrying the experiments. So you basically have the first uh, of a couple scenes where, you know, they basically open up the gateways to, you know, yeah. the beyond. And I thought that that was some really uh, cool stuff, some really cool practical effects and so forth. What, what were you thinking at, at that point? Because the first time they do it, Pretorius does come back and he's not human. What, what yeah. were you thinking about some of those things? Well, obviously, you know, we saw what happened, so we know that it worked, but these guys, they had no right. idea that this was real, that maybe he is crazy. And right, yeah, right, once, right. once they turned that on and those things started floating around and when Ken grabbed it and it bit him, yeah, yeah. he like, they really understood that this is real. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and yeah, I love the chemistry absolutely. with all three of them. I mean, once all yeah. three, you know, get into the scenes, and yeah, I mean, it, it just—it's great. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it really, really is. Uh, and uh, Phil in the chat was saying that um, that the house—it was super creepy. I agree. It, it had a—it—it—it yeah. it, it was a character in and of itself. It was very, very creepy. Uh, also, he's saying that Barbara Crampton sold the leather dominatrix outfit she wore in the film at a, at a yard sale. That's crazy. Yeah, she did. I did not know that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, she did. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. So we see, you know, that, that the resonator starts to affect them. And Crawford had already been, you know, in the field of it before. So he was obviously a lot further along than Barbara Crampton and Ken Faree. But what was interesting was he still had a sense of hesitation. He still, you know, it's almost like he had a stronger will. And I think a lot of that dealt with the fact that I think he had some jealousy uh, to Pretorius, you know, kind of almost like a, a competitiveness with him. Whereas, again, Barbara Crampton was on a mission to try to solve, you know, the, the, the riddle of schizophrenia. But Pretorius does come back. And he is not human. And he talks about how, you know, he is indivisible and all that type of stuff. But these practical effects uh, were just amazing. And, and Ted yeah. Sorrell, who played Pretorius, uh, you know, very, very cool good. stuff. He was good, man. And a fun fact, um, his uncle uh, was Jack Pierce, who did a lot of the, the practical effects on a lot of the classic Universal Monster movies and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. so there was, nice. you know, a, con a connection to all these things. But, um, yeah, the, the whole thing with the Resonator and the creatures, and obviously Pretorius was not human anymore. And he was talking. And, of course, uh, Crawford could not believe that he was seeing him. And you have that scene where he touches Pretorius and his hands slide into the flesh you know almost like yeah. it was uh um, i don't know like like sand Melty or something Melty yeah, flesh, was, you know yeah man. it was gross <laughs> i loved it that's, that's the word i want to well no it was awesome but it was definitely <laughs> yeah. really really gross so anyways yeah. long story short um this thing really does affect them but I think the point of the story, and Barbara Crampton talked about this in, in, in interviews, was the arc that she had as a character was she was a very much in control, logical, scientific person who, as she becomes 
um, victim. Sexually charged. Yeah. She becomes more open-minded, more sexually charged, and also loses touch of reality. And you have those scenes where she actually kind of just would go to the resonator and turning it on. And once you turn it on, that's when you obviously open the gateways uh, yeah. to the beyond and, and where Pretorius and she was going through. Yeah. She was getting affected just like Pretorius was. So it, that's not exactly. a good thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it was almost like it was an obsession type of thing. So it was yeah, interesting man. seeing, seeing her go through that. And, and Barbara Crampton said that this was a role that was very challenging uh, for her to portray, which, you could definitely see that, you know, you could see how she went from, like I said, a very in control person to someone who was out of control. And yeah. like you mentioned earlier, this was a role reversal from Reanimator. In Reanimator, Jeffrey Combs played the in control scientific person and Barbara Crampton was the victim. In this movie, Jeffrey Combs is much more of the victim. He's much more of the passive sure is, man. character. And mm-hmm. she was the one leading the charge, doing the experiments and all those types of things. So it was really, really interesting to see all of that play out. And the unfortunate part about it is, is that, you know, you've got Ken Faria who's trying to tell them, look, we know the experiment worked. Let's just go, you know, right? let's just go. And of course, and of course, and t- in typical horror movie style, um, they didn't go. <laughs> and so it was just kind of, mm-hmm. it was bad, it was bad news, man. It was really bad right? news. W- what did you think of the practical effects? The practical effects I thought were just amazing. I thought they were, yeah, they were really good. They yeah. were really gooey and slimy looking and wet. And yeah, it was just great. I thought, yeah. like you say, you cannot, you know, uh, the way they use CGI today versus old school special effects it's i mean i i would take the old school any day versus cgi yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely because i I thought they were amazing yeah yeah and the way that they um you know they showed pretorius as he was mutating throughout was really really interesting and ted sorrell had to be in harnesses and you know had to be in makeup fainted right yeah Yep, he fainted from just, you know, like I said, and I've said this before, but a lot of these horror movies with all the practical effects and the makeup, you know, a lot of these actors, they really do endure a lot. They really do. Yeah, it's comfort. Yeah, man. But there were other monsters, too, because when when they had the resonator going, you had uh, Jeffrey Combs and Ken Furry go down into the basement to try to cut the power. And in the basement, you had this eel, this huge eel with all these teeth, like a thousand teeth that was, Mm -hmm. you know, down there because the resonator affected the whole house. The vibrations went through the whole house. So in essence, the whole house was like a gateway to the beyond. And um, you have that horrible scene where, you know, you basically have Jeffrey Combs being eaten alive uh, by this huge eel and uh, gets saved right at the last moment by Ken Faree. Um, and so it was just one of those movies where you didn't know what to expect, you know, because again, especially with the role reversal of Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs, it was just really like, wow, uncharted territory. Um, and of course, before they leave, you've got, you've, you've got Ken Furry who's loading up the van and then Barbara Crampton 
who's walking around the house and she's still affected by the resonator. Jeffrey Combs is all Jeffrey Combs is already about to become, you know, a new being, so to speak. And, and Barbara Crampton is kind of like in the middle, uh, you know, of, the, of that process. But yeah. of course, you know, you have the scene where she just loses her shit and she puts on her dominatrix costume. And um, it, it was one of those, one of those scenes that she said that she really thought was cool because of the fact that it was something that was like so different as from what the character started out from. And I think Phil, like Phil was talking about, she sold the outfit. They had to make the outfit for her because they couldn't find anything to fit her in the stores that they shopped at. So it was kind of funny, little fun facts like that. But fortunately, Ken Faree kind of wakes her up out of it and says, hey, you know, basically stop the shit and, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. And that was right before, unfortunately, you have the scene where the uh, insect storm happens. And again, you have have all these, yeah, you have all these different types of monsters. You have these, you know, piranha looking monsters. You have the, the Pretorius monster. You have the eel monster and you have these damn insects, jellyfish. Yes, that too. So it was like all these damn monsters and stuff, which was really cool. And that's, you know, a lot of the Lovecraft uh, essence there. And um, poor freaking Ken Faree, man. Because he shot, he sh- he was shining that flashlight, and like they said in the beginning of the movie, if you move or or anything that draws attention, yeah. they'll find you. They'll attack. Cause they're, yeah, yeah, because they're all all always around you. What, what did, what did you think that, about his? Not only that, but you mess up the vibration when you move. They can sense that, and you're screwed. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean. When they got to him, that was rough. What What did you think yeah. about his death? Because that that was probably the most gruesome death. I was sad when he died because he's he was like my favorite character in this film right? out of all three of I them. Know. So yeah, it was it was too bad when he got it. Yeah, and then of course, be, after that happened, you still have Pretorius who is yep. doing his thing, and he's mutated even more. And you know, he says yeah. that famous line when he says. Humans are such easy prey and all that type of stuff. So it was really interesting. Um, but this movie did something that I didn't expect. You, you, were, you would think that that was coming to the end of it, so to speak, but it doesn't. Then they have the whole scene where they're at the hospital. And at this point, Jeffrey Combs is, is pretty much mutated and he's got the pineal gland that is giving him like a third eye. Like what he sees is different than what a human being sees. And he starts yeah. eating brains and stuff. What did yeah. you think of, especially the scene where he was eating the brains? What did you think of that? Yeah. I, well, you know, when he tried normal food and he was just like, he instantly spit it out. You yeah. thought, okay, yeah. well... I didn't really think he was going to go try to look for something else to eat, let alone brains. So, right, yeah, that right. was that was <laughs> that was interesting. Was, that was an interesting was, twist to the. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. It was, was great. Gross. I mean, the scene when yeah, he yeah. got the psychiatrist there, and he he sucked mm-hmm. out her eyeball first and spit it on the ground, and then went for the brain. It's like yeah, yeah. that was great. And she and she's the wife. She's the wife of Stuart Gordon too. So. Yeah. That was yeah. that was kind of cool how that all worked out, um, right. but he's basically he's basically a, a different type of being now, and so now yeah, it, it was kind of cool, 
you know, for him, seeing him kind of, you know, being more villainous at this point, he tries to overtake Barbara Crampton, of course, because they go mm-hmm. back to the house and it's basically the finale where they face off against uh, the worst looking version <laughs> of Pretorius. And, yeah. um, you know, it's basically, uh, you know, a shoot to the end. But I thought what was interesting is that, you know, Crawford, played by Jeffrey Combs, he does have his heroic sacrifice at the end because yeah, uh, Pretorius basically kills him. He, quote, he like, eats him. Yeah, yeah. Just like he was in the beginning of the film, so that was kind of yeah. interesting. But um, Crawford was able to, however it happened, maybe coming back from the, quote-unquote, the beyond, he actually comes out of Pretorius and, um, you know, he tells Catherine, he's like, you got to run, you got to leave and all this type of stuff. Um, and right before that, she had basically put um, dynamite around the resonator to destroy it. So it was kind of like she knew that she had to destroy that machine. And yeah. the last thing, the last thing that you see pretty much is when she jumps out of the window and um, the whole place explodes which which I thought was kind of like, wow, that was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. And and still doing some really cool effects. You know, if you could look at her knees, you know, she had busted up her yeah. knees and stuff. You, you see, could the, see bone the bones and flesh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, you have um, uh, the old lady from the beginning of the movie uh, and, and a bunch of people, I guess they were all neighbors, and they all come around, you know, because they hear the commotion. And lo- the last thing you see basically is just Barbara Crampton, who is who is crying and then laughing hysterically, you know, like she basically yeah. was was taken she over by the madness. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It it was it was pretty crazy. And then it just cuts just like that. It was it was pretty crazy, you know, pretty mm-hmm. pretty nice ending, which doesn't surprise me uh, in the least. But you know, this movie. It, it was it was it was well received by critics. It had a seventy eight percent Rotten Tomato score. It was nice. well received by the critics. Um, it was well received by the fans. It's really more like a cult classic today. By today, um, you know, a lot of people really enjoy it for its its imagination, its creativity, and so forth. Me personally, when I first saw it, and this was years ago, I was just taken by the 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 monsters and the concept. It was just something that I hadn't really seen before. And yeah. I really haven't seen since. Right. You know? So this is. It this almost is reminds me of like, this would be like a germaphobe's like scariest thing because you can't, you, you never know like germs and shit that's really floating around in the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, well, it's interesting you say that because uh, Stuart Gordon was talking about how Lovecraft you know, at the time when he wrote this, um, you know, they had just kind of learned a great deal about bacteria and germs and so forth. So this, you know, could have been his way of expressing that, which is a pretty yeah. interesting concept, you know, that right. these these things are always around us, even though we don't yeah, see we them. can't see it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, though, um, the MPAA, as usual, um gave gave a lot of uh you know trouble to the film and they had to cut scenes and this and that Stuart Gordon talked about how he thought that it was kind of like 
payback because Reanimator was able to be released pretty much untouched. So he thought that the MPA was kind of getting back at them for that, uh, which is too bad. But, yeah. you know, so they they cut out, uh, I think they cut out a good couple minutes of footage, um, mainly some of the, the scenes like the brain sucking scene and stuff like that. And, it's um, always the gore, man. Ah, yeah, such a bummer. Absolutely, you know. And at the end of the day, it's it's usually not anything much worse than you've already seen. You know, exactly, seen and I mean, you see a lot more with like a sex scene and that they would show versus like the gore. I mean, come on, right? Give me the yeah. gore, man. Well, not only that, but, uh, you know, a lot of times the scene, you know, the, 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 the full scene is just giving you, you know, just a, a little bit more of what's already happening. You know, you might exactly. see a little bit more blood. The, yep. the, 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 the camera might be a little bit closer to the, to the wound or whatever. And a lot right. of times it's just ridiculous. Yep. And, and it's, and it's too bad, but some movies, um, have been fortunately untouched, you know, uh, relatively anyways speaking. Uh, but movies like this, uh, you know, we've talked about this with some of the other, like the Friday 13th movies and, you know, movies of that ilk, you know, were just cut up alive uh, by the NBA. And it's too bad. It's it's really too bad. Uh, but fortunately nowadays you have a lot of, you've got a lot of movies that do get, um, you know, director's cuts and stuff like that. So it's yeah. cool to see. Very right. cool to see. But anyways, um, this is a great movie, man. And and again, it it, it's got uh, it's got a really good story, good acting, uh, a lot of gore, a lot of grossness. Um, and you know, if you're a fan of Reanimator, this is a movie that I think you should watch. And you get to see that role reversal between you know um, Jeffrey and and Barbara, which I thought was really really cool. And um, and I think this movie. Although I'm not going to say which one I enjoy more, but I think this movie gives their character, gives them more opportunity as actors to have bigger story arcs. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that's one that's one difference from Reanimator. And part of that, too, is because in Reanimator, you also have a lot of time that's dedicated to Bruce Abbott. And, um, you know, so, you know, you have to kind of chop up time and so forth. But this movie, yeah. you got a lot of time for character depth between uh, Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs, which I thought was really cool. So if you yeah. guys who are watching this have not seen From Beyond, uh, or if you haven't seen it in a long time, I, I definitely suggest you to watch it because it is really, really cool. It's a great horror movie, um, a classic from the 80s, a different time, a different time for filmmaking. So it's definitely something really, really cool and something you don't see all the time. So cool all right yeah well guys uh that's all we got um definitely uh give us give us a like if you do like this video which we hope you do and also leave us a comment in the comment section that would really help out the video and uh give it some exposure um and we'll catch you guys next time if you're watching this if you're listening to this you are the night watch peace out guys enjoy the weekend